Coming out on a fairly cold and unpleasant night, uh, the start of the Easter holidays as well, so thanks for that. Um, thanks, first of all, to the Supporters Club for agreeing to host uh, tonight's meeting, and also to our Royal Outlook, who are um, live streaming this uh, for the benefit of the people who can't make it tonight. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, just to say, uh, the reason this meeting was called um, at our last meeting in November, or December, um, we agreed to take legal advice on what to do with the regenerating funds raised during last season's crisis. Um, and that, that process has taken longer than we hoped, but it was important that we got it all nailed down and all got it all done thoroughly and done properly. Um, and on that, I shall hand you over to Adam, who's been kind of the conduit for this, really, and, and can talk us through the advice that's in your agendas uh, in front of you today, um, and take it from there. Thanks, Tom. Um, we briefed uh, solicitors, who in turn briefed council, uh, a little before Christmas, um, with you to answering a number of questions. Some of them were technical in, in, in nature, uh, specifically were the, were the resulting funds uh, in and of themselves a trust, um, because what that effect of is imposing special what you can and can't do with the money. Um, and pursuant to that, we were also interested in, okay, given the fact that uh, the club are have made it plain that at this time they're not prepared to sell us shares, what are we going to do about the refund position? Um, and furthermore, what can we do with the money? Now, council came back about a month ago, three weeks ago, Ironically enough, they've come back and said, well, actually, one of the, one of the things you can't do unless you repurpose the fund uh, is buy shares. Because specifically, the, the, the terms of the original appeal were to uh, establish a fund for disaster recovery. And, and the... Um, the notion of buying shares in and of itself doesn't constitute disaster recovery. Um, having said that, uh, what council has advised is the following. Um, you may or may not have seen this in, in, in email or on the, on the website, but I'll give a quick praise of what they've, what they've come up with. They said, look, in strict legal terms it's not a trust. As such, the fund can be repurposed. However, they've made this distinction between whether or not the funds should be used soon or otherwise. In other words, in the event that LOF consider the fund might be needed soon for disaster recovery or regeneration, uh, then we're entitled to hold on to all of them. Um, in the event that LOF don't consider the fund to be needed soon, um, we are invited by uh, the advice to make a resolution to return donations of £100 or more or donations of £20 a month by standing order or more. Um, we don't propose to make too much of a distinction in that element of the advice at this stage. In other words, we take the position that if anybody wants to have their funds back, 
now, who is a, a part of that group. In other words, if you've, if you've uh, donated £100 or more, or you have a standing order of £20 a month or more to the Regeneration Fund, uh, please make an application for us to, to, to return the funds to you, if you wish. Um, as a matter of, of, of uh, general procedure, um, we'll be contacting all of those uh, that we understand to be in that group um, to ask them if they wish to, to, to have their funds back. In terms of the use of the funds, um, we're invited to make the following choice. We're invited to make a review on a, a, a basis as which the, the, the board sees fit, annual will be normal, to ascertain whether or not uh, the funds might still be required for regeneration or for uh, disaster recovery. In the event that the board considers that they are required for that, uh, the proposal is that we were to hold on to them for a, a, a further period of time in the event that that might be required. And alternatively, we could propose um, a, a motion to uh, the general members to repurpose the funds. In other words, find another use for them. That's effectively what the legal advice conclusion is. There's a lot more to it than that, and if anybody has any specific questions of, of, of legal technicality or of, of, of application of this particular uh, opinion, I'm happy to answer them, but as, as a general position, that's what it comes up with. We had a board meeting um, a month ago, three weeks ago, three weeks ago, at which we discussed the entire position uh, in the context of this advice. And the basic uh, resolution, uh, there's a bit more detail to it than this that um, the, the, the Jonathan will come on to in a minute, but the basic resolution is that given the fact that we've only just been subject to the takeover, the club is historically incredibly weak, um, and the new owners haven't had the opportunity to bet themselves down yet, both in terms of the management of the, of the club as an institution. And also in the context of their relationship with the fans, which where I think it would be fair to say they're still finding their way. Um, our general position is that we should hold on to the remaining funds for now. Um, now, Jonathan has a specific proposal um, in terms of some other potential uses that, that we could discuss. But as a general position, um, we would take the take the position that, that at the AGM every year we will make a recommendation based upon the board discussion that uh, the members can vote on. Um, but as a as a position for now, we would we would uh, make the resolution that the funds are held on to for disaster recovery in the event that they should be needed. We take that view on the basis that were it to ever happen again. If we'd spent the money on something else, whatever it may be, it could be the women's team, it could be youth football, it could be any other community project, we think it would be a great deal more difficult to raise further funds in the future, simply because any, any non-members and non-supporters, where we raised so much money previously, would simply say, well, hold on, we gave once already and you spent it on X. 
So I think that, that if we were to have to go again with a disaster recovery fund, I think that, that you know the job that was done by everybody involved to raise 180,000 pounds was, was, was amazing. But I think we find it that much more difficult. As such, it, 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 it's our view and our view of the board, or the view of the board, that our uh, primary uh, function is to hold on to those funds in the event that they should be needed for the purpose for which they were originally intended at some time in the future. That will be reviewed on an annual basis, um, but as a general position, that's our collective uh, resolution as a board. Now, plainly, members are quite entitled to vote against that if they wish. Um, the other reason that we look at it in that way is because, frankly, it's a great deal simpler as a board for us to determine what those funds should be spent on um, could be thoroughly divisive amongst the members um, and, and, and could provide us with significant issues of sheer deployment. Given, that, as I've said before, the weakness of the club right now in historical terms, given the fact that the relationship between the, the, the new owners and, and the club and the fans is, is only establishing itself slowly over time, and given the fact that, that, you know, simply the recent past has, has, has taught us that we can't foresee what's, what's going to happen in three weeks, let alone three years, we believe it's prudent at this time to hold on to as much of that fund as possible. So whilst we can't, in, in, in good conscience and as a matter of, of, of uh, responsible custodianship of those funds, say that they will be needed soon, in other words, it's our duty to refund those people that, 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 that are in that category uh, in the event that they should want their funds back. Uh, our position is that the funds should be held onto for at least a period of time to determine whether or not they might be needed in the future. Now, Jonathan is going to discuss um, the specific resolution and, and, and some of the other issues that, that, that we discussed in the context of this. But that's the basic position of the board in terms of what the fund should be used for and how it should be operating now. Um, if anybody wants to, 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 to discuss it, I, I would suggest that perhaps it might be worth Jonathan going through the specific resolution first, unless anybody's got a specific legal question that they want to ask right now. Okay, so um, when we met as a board, the sort of proposed resolution that we've come up with uh, fulfills what Adam was saying around holding on to the, the regeneration fund for now because obviously in terms of the wording in the mandate, no, no, we don't think it's going to be needed soon. There's clearly no prospect of uh, the club entering a disaster situation. It's, um, as Adam says, it's a, it's a new ownership, but there's you know, clearly every sign that it's um, a fully funded situation and there's clearly no prospect of uh, the club being put up for sale either, judging by the, uh, the enthusiasm of the owners, if nothing else. Um, so, what we are proposing is, given that we have to give refunds to those who want them, who fall into the, the category of having given £100 or more, or £20 or per month or more by standing order, um, what we came to the conclusion was that, yes, we, we will have to do that, that's fine, uh, but we would like to give those people the opportunity to leave their money 
or parts of it in the regeneration fund if they think, no, actually, I want it kept for now in case it's needed in 5, 10, 20 years, whatever. Because uh, obviously history shows that the club, every generation or so, has a crisis. Um, that's the club programme set out just a few weeks ago, actually. Uh, set them all out. Um, so there's that option. Uh, but we also want to give people the option to say, well, actually, I've, I've given that money now. It's gone as far as I'm concerned, but I would like it to go to something good. Um, so the third option that we would like to give people who are entitled to a refund is to say, well, actually, if you give some or all of that refund back to Loft for our general funds, it means that we can then do the sort of thing that the supporters club does and say, right, well, we've got X amount of money, we'd like to use that on football community purposes. And obviously there's uh, a chance here for you to say what you think we could define that as, whether we leave it fairly open in terms of could we give it to other trusts who have similar crises to the one we had in the same way that we had donations from several supporters' trusts? Uh, or do we say, actually, we should just spend it on the Leighton Orient community? So there's a question there. We've, we've left it open-ended because we want to hear people's views. Um, the other thing that we discussed as a board and that we'd like to do is to have the, the offer of a refund period time-limited to around six months so that when the AGM comes around later this year, we are in a position to say exactly this is how much is in the regeneration fund and is kept aside for now for, hopefully it never comes, but history shows it may well at some point come a future crisis. This is how much we've got available for um, spending on community purposes and this is how much we've given back. So we can then say to members and to the wider fan base, exactly where we are. So um, so that's that around uh, limiting it time-wise, the refund period, and then after that period, once that deadline has passed, after about six months, any refunds that haven't been claimed back or whatever, we basically want to be able to lock in the position and say, right, if you've not claimed a refund within six months or you've not given us instruction to do something with it, um, it will be considered as locked into the generation fund and then you know, we don't propose to make further refunds in the future, it's basically giving people the choice. Um, so that's the position that the board came to discussing and that's what we uh, set out in, in general terms in the newsletter. Um, I'm open to any questions and yes I can see you right over there. Well, it's not something we've done yet because obviously we want okay. to. We need to get the agreement of members first. Is the money only good in wherever it is at the moment? I'm not sure. It's it's some not of the really, no, yeah. not really. But there is a really good in to be held. Um, and whilst we're still in the uncertain yeah. stage, uh, once we get to the point where we know, then we get a little bit more for it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a simple answer. Yeah. It was a bit of a question. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Over the past five months or so, uh, several people who would fall into that category have been approaching us and saying, I would like a refund, and we've been saying, well, you know, we need to work through it first with the legal advice and what have you. So, 
there are some people who probably would ask for a refund, but um, I mean, we have had some feedback from members who couldn't be here tonight, um, and mostly it is saying, some of them are saying that actually they wouldn't want a refund, so they'd be happy for it to be used for uh, uh, our general funds in terms of spending it on community projects. Um, Can I make a point, John? Yes. One, one of the things we did discuss was using the fund as grants. So junior football clubs could come to us and ask for grants of £200 to tip or something like that, which we could, we could look at and then give them the money. So it would go into football in the local community. The reality is, until we go through this refund process, we don't know how much we'll have available. I mean, our general funds at the moment are fairly low because this time last year we put pretty much everything we could from our um, funds that we had into the regeneration fund to, to get it started. So, you know, we've been running, <laughs> running on empty pretty much um, for the past sort of five, six months or so. Um, yes? It's just a quick question. Have we got any idea um, the amount of money that we'd be able to identify for the people that yeah, no, we have done that analysis as to what we've got, and I think it's about 80,000. About 80,000. It's about 350 odd people, I think. Yeah, I mean, whatever happens, the, the money that has been raised that doesn't fall within the uh, available for refund category is about 100,000, so even if the vast majority of people either took their money back or whatever, then there'd still be a substantial amount there. Um, but how much of that 80,000 we could use for community purposes entirely depends on, on those individuals. Well, I think it depends on how you, you ask the people who donated on whether you wish to make a recommendation to them during that, that period. I mean, they can ask their money back. I think even Sarkis have asked for their money back if they want it. Um, they donated it willingly and they want it back because you're not using it for anything in mind. But I think it might be a good idea if you did actually ask people or give some examples of community project. I mean, quite honestly, I'll be happy to give you, give you back the money and, and, uh, and let you use it as a general purpose fund. And mm. the same token, I'd happily allow it to stay in the generation fund. I wouldn't be minded either way. You know, because I think either way you can do the right thing. Yeah, well, I mean, one, one of the things uh, we will, uh, could put in there as well is to say, actually, you don't have to have it all, all one way or the other. Um, if you wanted some of it back or you wanted some of it to go into general funds to spend on community, football community purposes, um, you can sort of split it that way. Uh, yes, Dan? Can the uh, fund just not be changed for general purpose fund? Because if everyone took their money back, the amount left in the fund wouldn't possibly even cover a crisis situation the club may go through. I mean, it doesn't even cover the rent that Mr. Herb would be asking for, what was left in the, in the fund. I mean... Okay. As a matter of law, the answer is yes. Okay. Um, you could. Um, as a matter of, of prudence, we as a board are recommending not at this time. You're entitled to vote against that uh, if, you, if you disagree with us. The reason that we take that position is as follows. On the one hand, you can say, well, look, you know, £100,000 doesn't amount to very much. It's not going to do anything. 
You can say that about 180,000 pounds as well. You know, it's not the difference between 100 grand and 10 million. So my original point stands that I think that, that if we were to be seen to have spent a lot of it on albeit worthy projects, if the time came that we had to do another raise, I think the, 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 the public and potential donors view of Loft as an organisation operating in a crisis situation might be quite significantly damaged by that and as such I think it would be harder to raise in the future. That's, from, I can't speak for the other members of the board, but that's my from a personal perspective, the main reason why why I as a, as, a, as, a, as a custodian or one of the custodians of the money would want to hold on to it for now. Um, because apart from anything else we don't have, notwithstanding the fact that we believe our new owners to be benevolent people with regard to the club, we don't yet have a structure in place that, that, that secures our future in that, in that way. I'm not suggesting that wouldn't happen in the future. But as such, for now, we owe it to all of the donors um, and also the, the, the members of Loft and the wider Orient community to say, look, in the event this was to come up again in the next three, five, ten years, you know, if we've spent the money, it's that much harder to go back and ask for some more. And that's the reasoning behind the, 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 the thinking that we have right now. Quick question. Um, if, if we put it into the general purpose fund, does, that, does it go into the general purpose fund under trust? Secondly, if it goes into the generation, the generation fund, then it does the same thing. Is it still in a trust if it goes there? I'm not paid enough to answer this one. <laughs> um, as a, as a matter of legal technicality, no. As a matter of legal technicality, neither of them are trusts in the way that I understand your question to me. In other words, both of them have a general express purpose. In other words, we can't go and put it on the three thirty at Newmarket, or go, and, you know, or go and spaff it in the pub, or on a nice Florida holiday. Um, but um, <laughs> standing joke. Um, but as a, as a matter of, of, of legality, neither of them are trusts. In other words, the provision exists, according to the legal advice that we've had, in order to repurpose the funds at any time, subject to proper review and a society vote. So, in other words, the fact that we're saying, okay, it remains in the trust now, we're making a provision as part of that, that each AGM we will have a review. Uh, and that members will be entitled to vote. Uh, yeah, um, let me start by saying I support exactly the board position. I think you've taken exactly the right decision. I think the legal advice is really useful. I think it's really clear. I don't think there's any arguments about the way it's been put forward. As one of the people who is eligible for a refund, I will certainly take it. That is not because I have any lack of faith in what Loft will do with it, but I think you're right to point out the difficulties of distribution now by loft, whereas if I get it back, I can redistribute it appropriately. And there are plenty of football clubs around at the moment who are desperately in need of funds. And you, you, even in the immediate area, somebody like Plankton probably needs a lot more money than the people that we do in a regeneration fund. So from my point of view, I'll take the money back and I'll use it for football-related purposes. And I think that leaves loft free and clear. That means you don't, do not make it double. Just because that, this is the general point, I, mean, I think there's nothing to stop 
lot or a lot of individual lot members coming to us and saying, I propose that we make a donation to this different I understand that. that. It's going to be much that. faster if I get the money yeah. back and just give it. We can start doing that ourselves as an organisation, yeah. not, not yeah. just with one person. Um, I think the last thing I'd say is if people are taking refunds, I think there should be an admin deduction. Uh, I know that isn't in the original agreement, but the fact is there's been a lot of time and effort spent in establishing this there's going to be effort to refund it and I think that effort should be should be kept in a lot of general funds I would be quite happy if you said to me you can have the refund subject to a 15% deduction for uh, the admin that it's taken up I'm grateful for your confidence in us in, 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 in suggesting that however we can talk about the legal framework all day long the bottom line is that we're giving the opportunity for people to have the money back because we said we would. And I think that as a, as a, as a matter of general moral principle, we said we'd give the money back. We didn't say we'd give the money back less, uh, you know, a discount for our, own, for our own sort of elbow grease, as it were. Although we are going to, 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 to discount, as it were, against uh, any of the costs that were incurred at the point of entry. So the GoFundMe charges and the like, um, we won't send those back because it's not in our gift to do so. Um, we haven't got it. Um, and to do so would actually be taking money out of the trust for that purpose and it would be a, a, a breach. So, um, but that notwithstanding, we made a promise based upon the, the, the fact that at the time, the promise was imperfectly formed. One of the reasons why we took legal advice was that, that there were certain issues that were not clear about whether or not we had to give the money back and under what circumstances. That, frankly speaking, if you want to, if you want to apportion blame, it's not my fault, but it was my responsibility. At the time, I had another, I had a bit of a job on dealing with with creditors and the like for the club. That's my defence, and I'm sticking to it. Um, but that notwithstanding, the, the the actual appeal documentation wasn't as perfect as perhaps it could have been. On the other hand, it, we formed it on the hoof, on the basis of a, of a, of a crisis meeting that was, that was, you know, where there were all those people present and we needed to have a fund. And people needed to feel like they were doing something. So by the end of the day, that day, we had a fund set up. It gave us a problem. We spent £2,000 to, 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 to clear up what we thought the issues were. And I don't believe that, or I hope, that no one will, will, will have a problem with, with the, the resulting... Uh, proposal that we're making. As I say, as for, 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 for a deduction, it, it, it's nice of you to say so, but we made a promise and that's that's what we'll stick okay, to. Okay, you could suggest abolishing deduction. I leave that to other members of the board. As treasurer on that, I'm, I'm, I'm with Adam on that one. I've been a little bit uncomfortable about that sort of thing. I, I think it's encouraging people to have a pop of us about it. I just don't fancy it. All of you guys gave your money, you know, in good faith because the club were in trouble. We gave our time and well, some money as well, but time and effort and aggro because we care about it the same way that everybody else does. That's just life. You know, that's that's how it should be as well. People want to donate your back. I just wanted to make a point that um, fed into what Tony had said, actually. When LOF was formed, it has always been enormously supportive of other trusts. And it was really touching to see other clubs put money in. Um, and I appreciate, and this is a question, but I'm going to carry on afterwards. 
I imagine what the board's going to do is to put proposals at the AGM once you know how much is left as to what you might actually use that for or whether it all stays in the bank or whatever. But I just encourage one of those proposals to ring fence an amount to support other clubs who might be in crisis. And I don't necessarily mean giving them money. What I might mean is paying train fares for someone on the committee to go up there and share experience. One of the benefits that came out of this, if there are any benefits, um, aside from getting rid of Bichetti, is that actually this trust has an enormous amount of experience about dealing with the crisis. And I'd hate actually for us to sit on money, which some of it, a small proportion, could be used to share that around the football community. I mean, there's a, there's a provision in the, uh, um, uh, in the resolution for something along those lines. Funnily enough, uh, members of the of, of the board have been helping uh, Hartlepool in particular with a with sort of uh, how can I put this a crash course in creating aggravation for for bad owners, um, and it's actually quite interesting the amount of, of sort of knowledge that's been built up about how to you know about how to off Aaron Chairman, um, and I agree with you that it's something that is. Well, they're, they're still alive so far. Um, or any we've been responsible for are still alive, to my knowledge. Um, so I, 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 I take the point, and I think that, that we're having other trusts coming to us looking for that kind of uh, support and benefit of, of, of what we've been through. I think it's a testimony to, to, to the success of the, of the campaign yeah. um, that people are prepared to do that. And I don't think that fans of other clubs didn't put money in because they have some great love for Orient. They remember a really good win they have over us, beating us in playoff finals, thanks for that. Or they just think, there but for the grace of God goes my club. And I think you're absolutely right to say we blow any kudos if we just say thanks for all that and now we're just keeping it. One of the themes last season was that certainly teams like Grimsby and Luton who've been through specific things were very, very yeah, I mean, on, on the on the main point there, we've deliberately kept it as using sort of general funds for football community purposes. We've not specified Leighton Orient. Again, we, we sort of have said this is something we want to hear from, from members on. Our view is, is very much that, that we would like to be in a position to be able to support other trusts and you know other fundraising initiatives, depending on how much we actually have available in general funds. I mean, this is one of the things that's happened over the past few months that um, you know, every time something comes up, someone says, oh, you should give some of the regeneration fund to them. It's like, well, actually, we can't at the moment, and we haven't got a huge amount of money ourselves. So we'd like, we would like to be in a position to, you know, support other club, other trusts in crisis, the, the way, as you say, we were, we were supported uh, by a number of trusts and clubs. Um, but as I say, you know, so far the feedback we've had is to not just limit it to late and orient community purposes, but there is... You know, there is an argument, as 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 Mike said around, you know, we could 
depending on how much we end up with, and this is part of the unknown, we, we simply don't know how much of that roughly 80,000 or so could be given back to us and will be, but, but we, we will certainly sort of set out things that we could, we feel we could um, use those general funds for if people decide to give that money back to us to do that. I'll just ask a question. Yeah. Um, the money that's not not going to be offered back, which is the amounts less than a hundred pounds, about a hundred thousand yeah. pounds in total. That's yeah. just going to stay in the regeneration fund until we decide otherwise. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. So you're talking about anything else is that people give their money back would go into a general fund. It, it would go back into our general. So when we say general funds, it's not in a separate fund. It's just basically yeah. in. In our general so that would be that would be it could be up to eighty thousand, are you saying? It, yep. it could be, yeah, as low as grand or so, or yeah. it could be as much as. But so if if, if you put some money in, and you don't want to take it out, can you put it into the regeneration fund? Yes. Yep. What what we're proposing is those with a, a right to yeah. Um, this is this is the resolution that we've got drafted and. Um, subject to any views on particularly around what we could spend general funds on but this is this is what we've got as it stands um which is that the society board will in accordance with the regeneration fund mandate adopted on 2nd of march 2017 and legal advice received in february 2018 carry out the following uh first the board will make best endeavors to contact everyone whose donation falls within the refund category as set out in the mandate just to say the reason that's there is because a number of people just simply pay into the bank account. We will do our best to contact those people, but you know, we will you know we can't promise we can get hold of everyone because if they just paid it in and didn't give any details, uh, we may struggle. But we, we will make best endeavours. Um, and then those with a right to a refund should be given four options: a full refund of the net amount after any PayPal or GoFundMe charges, uh, to leave their donation in the regeneration fund. Uh, to give their refund to Loft for its general funds so that Loft Board can, at its discretion, spend it on football community purposes and for any combination of the above. So if someone wants to say, right, I've given you 250, I'd like, I'd like 100 pound back, 150 can go to general funds and live 50 quid for a rainy day. Um, and then the resolution goes on that the refund offer period should be time limited to around six months and that all responses within that period will be honoured. Which that, that goes back to what it says in the uh, legal advice that although we've used the phrase offered a refund, we can't say then say no, you can't have it. So we are obliged to give a refund. Um, and finally, after the refund deadline has passed, any refunds unclaimed will be locked into the regeneration fund, and no further refunds can be made. And that's over. Come come the AGM later this year, we can say exactly this is what's in the regeneration fund for the hopefully not for a long time crisis, if there is one in the future, but or in history tells us there is one every 20 years or so. Um, this is how much we've got available now in general funds. This is how much has been given back. Are there any comments on that? Yes. Just a query. The regeneration fund, are the members and lot able to change the, the motion or the proposal for the regeneration? or amend it in any way, uh, as an example, not just for disaster recovery of Lake Norrigan, but perhaps other, other areas or trusts that are in problems 
which who donated the money in the first place. So we'll give you a sort of a, a little bit of a, um, a, a, some options to, to donate for other trusts if they're in problem. Are they are we able to amend it in any way, or is it stuck as, as it is? The, the regeneration fund, as is, is at the moment limited by the mandate that was adopted on the 2nd of March last year. As Adam has said, we are not proposing to change that at this point because it's basically it's too soon into the new global ownership. Regeneration fund for disaster recovery of Lake Norman. Yes, okay. at whatever point in the future okay. that may be. Well, the purpose actually, of, or one of the purposes of the resolution and the way that it's been drafted is to hopefully leave us with a general purpose pot of, of money that's not linked to the, to, the, to the regeneration fund at this time for precisely that sort of purpose. I'm going to suggest one thing myself about the uh, the resolution. Um, it, it's we've got it says it says deadline of around six months. Should we actually harden that up and actually set a deadline? Because yeah, otherwise, it's not going to be particularly technically. So we should say something like six months from the task of this resolution, or I mean, for example, October the first, because we're pretty much that is pretty much six months from here, rather than just saying around six months, because that just allows people to quibble a bit. Yeah, I think the reason I put that was because. You know, the month of April will, will be the time where, particularly Peter and others, will be sort of having to send out all the... So we wanted to make sure people had oh, six months. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are, Mr. Treasurer. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we could set a deadline of 31st of October, say. That means everyone would have at least six months. I think, obviously, there's quite a lot of administration involved here. The fact that we've got to contact people rather than people apply. So we have to. We don't, I will. I will need some time. Hopefully, get some help. Well. We'll have to pay for Yeah, thirty first of October. Then. That sounds yeah. good to me. Daniel, yeah. just going back to something you said about you might give money to other clubs to help them out. When we raised the money, we were told that we couldn't, or it shouldn't be used to bow out bad behaviour of the owner. So, is there going to be certain things when you lend money to other clubs that they can't actually use the money on? I an owner out who's you know, I'm bad behaviour similar to us. Funny you should mention that. Um, I, had a, I had a conversation with uh, the Hartley Trust about a month ago about precisely this sort of thing. And they had a proposition at, at, at their trust to raise 30 grand to pay that month's wages. And I spent about an hour on the phone explaining to them why that was just about the worst idea I could think of. Now in their case, to be fair, their owner is, 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 is not quite so um, unpleasant as, as, as our previous owner to the extent that he'd simply run out of money. The guys at Hartlepool have just run out of money. It's really that simple. Um, they, they, they got saddled with a, with a loan from the previous owner um, who basically took over the club, borrowed a load of money in his own name against uh, assets that the club owned and then scarpered when he couldn't do the development deal that he wanted to do on the land. And so the new owners who, who effectively inherited the club by default because they were the ones that had lent the money to the previous owner, um, they're not ultra high net worth individuals. They're worth about five or six million quid. 
and it's costing them a million and a half a year to run the club. You can quite understand why they would, you know, wives and families and, 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 and children have started to say, well, hold on, Dad, you know, I don't particularly want to be spending all of this money in the space of three years propping up a football club just so that, that, that we can turn up at, at, at the ground on a Saturday and, and two and a half thousand people call me whatever. Um, so in their situation it's slightly different, but I, I, I take the point entirely and I think that, that, that what we would do uh, in the event of, of, of that kind of repurposing of those funds would be to apply criteria that would be agreed by the board in that sort of environment. I agree that you don't want to be spending money to prop up bad administrations, however poor they, however small the, the, the funds, but in practice I'd be surprised if it's going to if it's going to work like that. And trusts that are operating in that way will be advised quite plainly by supporters direct about how these things are generally done, as we were. I mean, we were quite bullshit about it from from pretty much the word go that we weren't prepared to fund uh, the previous regime under any circumstances. But supporters direct would have advised that anyway. And all trusts that that, that, that we're aware of. Um, are, 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 are in communication with supporters direct and, uh, and, and act under their, their guidance. Um, you know, so in that sense we'd be guided by the, by the, the, the Donese cl uh, uh, Trust in any event. Yeah, Adam, it's just my opinion. Um, the General Purpose Fund, the way I'd like to see it done, you've got course support for them or the uh, community schemes that you'd like. But all I would say is, is just think about using the local area as a priority rather than, if you, if you make the local area as a priority, you'll get more credence around Lake Norian and around Leighton and around, I don't know, Dulwich Hamlets, I don't know, or East Thurrock, or I know there's another club that's just up the road that's in problems. So if you sort of made more priority for these areas, um, and of course, you know, expand outwards, it's up to you how you do it, but it's, it would look better for you if you done it locally as a priority. I've got to tell you that there's not, this isn't the best attended uh, meeting that we've had. We've already got a number of different opinions about what should happen to this money. This precisely highlights the reason why we're trying to avoid these issues of deployment right now, because what you're going to, for every member, there's going to be a different view, and they're all equally valid. Uh, I take the point absolutely entirely that on the one hand you would want to have local focus. I also take the point absolutely entirely that you would want to have some football focus, and the notion that all of these other clubs have given us money in good faith, and it, and it would be a very bad reciprocation of us to say, well, actually, you lot don't matter anymore. All of these issues are things that will stretch a budget, and there's room for all of them and not enough money for, for all of them at the same time. For that reason, that, that's one of the key uh, drivers behind us saying, look, for now, we want to limit the, 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 the notion of, of, of repurposing these funds as far as we can, because it's going to deliver the sort of argument that, frankly speaking, we're just out of a, of a, of a tumultuous period in the club's history. I, and I don't think the board particularly want to be in a situation where we're having to referee that kind of argument amongst such a significant portion of the club's fans. It has the potential to be very divisive. So I think that it's something that we want to try and settle the whole position down for a little bit before we try and make those decisions. Although not that notwithstanding, 
if in the event that we're left with 20 or 30,000 pounds or whatever it might be from received donations. Um, as at the AGM, we, we, we may apportion some of those funds to do certain things. So we might say, okay, well look, on a discretionary basis, we'll put 10,000 pounds aside for uh, other crisis clubs for donations and, and, and assistance and for, for paying uh, uh, our own sort of expenses to go and help them out for, for, for other things. You know, we've got a very good team on our board that are able to, to, to sort of act like international rescue for football clubs. Um, and in fact have been through and done certain things that, that, that clubs are experiencing for the first time so we can help them with those kind of shortcuts. So you put aside some money for that, you put aside maybe you know, a few thousand pounds perhaps for, for local clubs as you say, like Clapton and like Dulwich Hamlet and the like that, that are in real trouble and maybe we can help those with specific issues that they might have. There might be some other issues for, for other community projects that require immediate funding, you know, um, and in that I would include things as, as, as diverse as the women's team and, 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 you know, junior football or other variety of community. There's never enough money to do all of those things. So I think at the, at the, the, the AGM, by that time we're going to know what we've got to play with. As a matter of general principle, we would like to leave the regeneration fund as is. But for any funds that have been donated back to us for general use, we'll take a vote at that time as to, to what we think should be done with them. Members have just won the lottery can always give us money. <laughs> <laughs> can we vote on that now? Okay. Start other questions, we can move to the vote. Read it again or... It's had a slight amendment. So, the resolution being put to you is that the Society Board will, in accordance with the Regeneration Fund mandate adopted on 2nd of March 2017 and legal advice received in February 2018, carry out the following. Uh, the Board will make best endeavours to contact everyone whose donation falls within the refund category as set out in the mandate, that those with the right to a refund should be four options. Uh, one, a full refund of... Cutting out there, um, a full refund of the net amount after any PayPal or GoFundMe charges. Uh, two, to leave their donation in the regeneration fund. Three, to give their refund to Loft for its general funds so that Loft's board can, at its discretion, spend it on football community purposes. And four, any combination of the above. Uh, that the refund offer period should be time limited to finish on 31st of October 2018 and that all responses within that period will be honoured. After the refund deadline has passed, any refunds unclaimed will be locked into the regeneration fund and no further refunds can be made. Can I have a show of hands in favour of that resolution, please? And is anyone against that? Motion carried in full, thank you very much. Okay, let's move on to any other business. Uh, Includes questions from anyone about anything else on the floor. Just a question on, um, I think we've done absolutely the right thing um, in um, supporting your proposal. I'm just trying to think through how the clubs that are like Chester or Hartlepool that are raising money at the moment and might end up in a similar situation. Is there any way, I mean, it almost seems like the idea is there's some centrally held pot that isn't held by any particular supporters' trust, but is like, I don't know if it's Supporters Direct or one of those organisations, that almost 
contributions are made and held centrally so that there's no single club that has to sort of decide, oh, you know, how do we allocate it out beyond our club? Um, and that you'd have a, a sort of national organisation that would say, right, we'll allocate some of these funds to Hartlepool now. So, I mean, it's just it almost in your idea, in the ideal world of how it could be organised by fans trusts. In an ideal world, the world of football would be like the world of travel agents, and every football club has to pay a bond. Yeah. Um, that would eliminate all of these issues, but I think we're some way away from that, given the way that the football is currently structured. I think also someone like the supporters could want that responsibility, because imagine the, num the number of different views just for more supporters yeah. about the funds we hold. Imagine the, the sheer number national of views, views and yeah. national... Yeah. Body. I mean, Supporters Direct has enough going on on its plate just with, um, with the, the football um, landscape as it is without giving them a whole remit in terms of being a, you know, the, the bank of Supporters Direct sort of thing. I, yeah. I think they'd run screaming if anyone suggested that to them, to be honest. The FSF, the Football Supporters Federation, has some money and has a kind of campaigning remit, so I guess they have some kind of yeah. an ad hoc basis that probably would be able possibly to do some system. I think also things like uh, the, the supporters direct movement is very much about enabling supporters of football clubs to run these things to become more involved in their football club and if you sort of took that away and say well we'll dish out money it kind of disempowers supporters in that way you know we we as a, and I don't mean just we as in the people sat here or we as in the people in, in Loft, I mean we as in the, the Leighton Orient fan community raised an awful lot of money off our own backs. Um, if that sort of empowerment was taken away and then just held by supporters direct, it would kind of feel more like a sort of you know, handout sort of thing. Whereas you know, we as the Orient fans can say this is what we did. We raised all of that money in a relatively short space of time. Yes, Tim. Can I just clarify something around the discussion on FSF and the changes in the rules? Maybe. Um, I'm on the FSF National Council. We've got a we've got a joint working group going at the moment with Supporters Direct at the invitation of the FA um, to make proposals to change everything from the owners. Uh, director's test to toughen that up and to change things in the way that we actually approve and license football clubs in the future. Uh, one of the things under consideration at that working party is a bond scheme. Uh, at the moment that is not one of the top priorities because I think realistically we all know that that's going to be very difficult to get through. Um, but what we're looking to do is to change the way that regulation of football clubs takes place to give the FA more power and make it use it uh, in order to regulate clubs and recognise the fact that both EFL and the Premier League constantly say we are just competition organisers whatever <laughs> happens it's therefore not our fault well okay if you're just competition organisers then the regulators are going to be somewhere else and you will conform with the rules. So all of those things are being looked at. If anybody has any bright ideas, or a bee in their bonnet they've had for many years that they'd like to take into account on that group, then please tell me about it. I'd be really pleased to hear it. Thank you. 
Just uh, mention of the EFL just reminded me um, of the petition that the Blackpool Trust um, got up a few weeks ago about uh, um, that governance and calling for calling for football regulator, which um, I would again, if you haven't signed it, I'd advise and recommend people do sign that. Sorry, I hate to do this, but <laughs> and Dave knows exactly what I'm going to say because we've had this argument before. Um, the Blackpool Supporters Trust petition is great in the sense that it proposes there should be a regulator. Where I'm deeply concerned about it is it puts the responsibility for defining that regulator and bringing it into being with the government. I think that would be a serious retrograde step. I wouldn't trust this government to do anything around football, and I really think we, we'd have a problem with that. I'd rather go down the route where we have the supporters suggesting the way that we're proposing uh, at FA board level, I should say, the way that regulation should be done in future, and I wouldn't like that to be done by government. Could be actually a very interesting debate, which would have another time, I think, but yeah, yeah. take your point. Let's have a two-point proposal, yeah. both can, can I just say something about um, our... Thank you. Um, the... The club management seemed to be steering away from the fans' forums that we used to have, where us and the um, fanzines, uh, people got together and discussed issues. They were very, very good for dealing with quite intricate safety matters and things about the ground, which is one of my remits. Um, they seem to have gone over to this um, sort of get some fans together and put some ideas to it. So we are still trying to convince them it's a good idea to go back to fans' forums in the future. Any other questions? Yeah, there's quite a lot of concern around football at the moment with the academies. I noticed that it was not long ago that the Tranmere Academy had folded up I think Hartlepool is in a, quite a bit of problems up there, and I think there's other academies that are struggling quite a bit. Any idea how the Lake Marine Academy is? Are they quite sound and strong, and are they sort of promoting and good? Have you had any meetings with the board and anything like that? No, I, I don't think so. But um, I mean, as a general as a general observation, in, in some some encounters football, there is since the sort of EPP reforms of how academies are funded and. and it, Blatantly favoured big clubs and then having to recruit them further on. There has been a, a scaling back of academies at quite a lot of smaller clubs, and that's a trend. But obviously, we're we're up against whatever we decide to do as a club. That's a, that seems to be a general trend at the moment. Has anyone got any more on all in? I wouldn't say I know about Leighton Owens Academy at the moment, but I have read with interest what's been going on around the Football League about the elite performance um, thing that the um, EFL and the Premier League are supporting at the moment. Basically, it looks to me like what happens is that academies are, are, are ranked, and if you're a higher-ranked academy, you are entitled to buy, at a fixed fee, a player from a local academy, as long as the family agrees. So. I'm not saying this is the case with Sam Dolby, but just take Sam Dolby as an example. Sam Dolby's gone to join the under-23 development side at Leeds. According to Leeds fans on their um, 
message board. They already have six centre forwards in the under 23 development squad. So what's happening is that higher rated academies, basically belonging to Premier and Championship clubs, are able to swoop down and pick up players at a fixed fee. That fixed fee is related to their age. So, um, so if you buy the, the younger you buy, the, the cheaper they are. But basically, Sam Dorby has now gone and joined Leeds, who are, if you like, I would use the expression that some of these big academies are sort of warehousing players. They're just going around the country, taking the cream and making sure that they own them. From the FA and the EFL's point of view, it's about putting young players in touch with the best coaches in the country, in inverted commas, but, um, and getting them to be trying to an elite level where they can compete um, on the world stage, I guess. I guess this is all about really trying to get England into a position where they can win the World Cup again. I think that's really the driving motivation behind it. But um, I think it's really scary. I think it's a really worrying development for football clubs at our level because um, the idea of having players coming through your academy, playing in your first team and then getting their big break is kind of fast disappearing. And I believe that Brentford are now considering closing their academy completely. And that there are three or four other League One, League Two clubs who are um, who are doing the same, closing their academies down. And it worries me that um, Mike and Orion might find themselves in a position of considering doing the same. So that's such a really, really big hot topic. We could almost kind of have a whole discussion about this, um, yeah. really. But um, that's the yeah, I mean, that's absolutely right. Is that, that, that these changes are going to ripple through at quite a rate, I think. Any, um, any other questions, comments? Sorry, would it be um, sorry, would it be um, relevant to just ask where we're at with the supporters director stuff? Mm. The, the, there's there's a working group for this for this purpose that's that's between ourselves and uh, and the supporters club. I'm a bit reluctant to, to uh, discuss it unilaterally, as it were, because it's a working group matter for, for, for both the supporters club and for, for, for Loft collectively to make a, a, a statement about this particular issue. Um, we haven't agreed anything in terms of a statement at this time with, with the supporters club, and as such, I don't particularly want to, 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 to discuss that further at this, at this stage, but we'll keep everybody uh, posted as best we can when we've when we've agreed a position uh, as that working group in terms of how we're going to approach that particular subject. Any other questions, business? In that case, I shall declare the meeting closed. Thanks very much for coming.